Hello, welcome back to Project Healing. I'm your host, Catherine Ann, intuitive psychic medium and intuitive healer. And with me, of course, is my beautiful co-star, Jenna Korzynski. Say hi, Jenna. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so today we are talking about, you know, I got to switch that up. I feel like every time I go, so today, but so today <laughs> we're talking about grief, actually. And this this isn't going to be just about like death and that sort of thing, but I think we all grieve so many different things in so many different ways that it's really important to talk about something that that is so worldwide, right? It hits everybody. Everybody grieves something at one point or another. Definitely. Yeah. And I think And we're we're kind of like in the thick of it right now too. So uh We are. And, and, we're even like Yeah. That's I'm so glad you said that because you're exactly like you're pointing me exactly where I want to go with this. Like you think about grief and a lot of people think about death, but it's so much more right. than death, right? So Oh, absolutely. Look at what we're all grieving right now. We're grieving the loss of normalcy in our day to day lives. What we're what we're going through with COVID nineteen in this decade long year of 2020, it's, it's insane. Like there's people are experiencing PTSD that don't even realize they're experiencing PTSD because of how much the world has shifted and how much the energy has changed and how much normal has changed. And it's just, people don't even think about the fact that you're going through grief like that. Yes. Let's rewind that for a second though. Yeah, and let's rewind. Just touch on the fact that Catherine said, People are experiencing PTSD and don't even realize it. So there are some of you out there that are listening to this right now that feel like you're going crazy and you are. No. <laughs> 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 um, we yeah, are not licensed like, professionals. No, 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 no. But but it's I mean, I remember the first time that like I learned about PTSD and, and you know, it's a lot of times when you think about PTSD, you think of military, right? Like yeah. that's what most people think of. Um, and I didn't realize that like that could be a thing for anything. so many different areas. Yeah. Uh, yeah anything basically. Any Car sort accident, of traumatic relationship, loss of yes. a loved one. I've had clients call in before call in like we have a radio show like <laughs> – <laughs> Ugh. I've had clients that I have connected with for readings who have experienced like loss after loss after loss, like their mother, their father, an uncle, an aunt, mm. a sister, all within like a year. And they talk about what they have going on. I'm always like, you, you don't even realize you have like post-traumatic stress disorder. Do you, yes. do you recognize that this isn't just depression and getting through a bad time? This is PTSD. You are struggling. Yeah. This is more than just anxiety. I, and it's it's treated completely differently too. And it's we're like catapulting so quickly into this from grief, but it's it is Jenna, steer me back. Um yeah, I just well, I just wanted to make the point that people are experiencing this and not realizing it. Um so There's that somebody trauma. somebody that's listening will look into it and yes. and kind of find it's, their way. Um but yeah, we were anxiety. talking about grief and how so many things, like we can grieve over so many different things, the loss of a job, the loss of a pet, you know, um Whoa. the loss of a relationship, um abandonment or yeah 
you know, so there's so many different things that you can just grieve like over an um, and it looks out. different on everyone. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Even like an idea not working out, like you think you're yes. going to graduate high school and go to college and be a successful high powered attorney. The joke that I used to tell myself I was going to do. And here we are <laughs> hosting a psychic podcast about <laughs> grief and healing. So so far from what I I'm sorry, but this is way, way more fun. Okay, way more cool, right? <laughs> um, yeah, no, but seriously, you talk about like parents grieve their children not going through what they expect their child to do. Like if, if I had the type of parents who were ones to judge those decisions that I've made of not going to college, not I mean, I know they worried about different things like that. But, but they never really right. judged it. There was no judgment around it this coming so shortly after our, our podcast episode on judgment too, which is funny, but it's parents can grieve the loss of the life that they envisioned for their children. And even in death, like you're grieving the physical loss of someone, you're grieving the ideas around things that you wanted to do with that person. You're grieving, Jenna said with pets yes. and we just, we, we were going to record last Sunday, but I said goodbye to my little beagle dachshund mix last Sunday. And I was like, you know what? I'm just too tired. I'm too in the thick of it. It cannot happen today. Yeah. So we had to skip a day. But um, grief does. Jenna's going to have to circle back real hard with me today, more so <laughs> than usual. <laughs> grief shows up in a lot of different ways and for a lot of different people. And I think that one of the biggest issues with the way that we grieve today is that we try to keep it so picturesque. Like we want it to look perfect. We want it to look like maybe we lose something or someone or something doesn't work out. And we just like what everybody gets over it. It's just going to get over it and time will heal all wounds. And it has nothing to do with time sometimes. Nothing Absolutely. to do with time at all. I think people don't realize it's a healing process and you have to actually go through it. You can't just shove it down and expect time to make it better because time can make it worse, right? I mean, it's like yeah, it's like finding a baby bottle or a protein shake container. Time doesn't make that better when it just sits there day in and day out, right? <laughs> time does not heal everything. Time does not. We were just talking about baby bottles today. That's why that's on my mind, I think. But time doesn't heal everything. Time can make things worse if you don't face it. You have to face absolutely. That's something that comes up a lot in readings that I do. It, people are like, oh, no, I, I got through that. I'm like, okay, did you hear what you said? You got through it. I'm using my air quotes over here yeah. that nobody can see me doing. Um, but did you did you truly face it or did you just suppress it? And what yeah. happens when we suppress it? We hold it within our body. And it mm -hmm. comes out in so many different ways. Physical pain. Um, Anxiety. Constantly getting sick. Yep. Anxiety, PTSD, um, depression. Yep, exactly. Um, like becoming an introvert when you're extroverted, like there's so many ways, like it can look so different for mm -hmm. everybody. So, um, I do not recommend pushing through things when, when they're tough. I do recommend sitting, sitting in that and, and talking to somebody, right? I mean, that's yeah, a friend, a relative, a therapist, not always just a psychic. I mean, We've got our many talents and we do believe that what we do is healing, but it's also not always the answer. So if you're struggling with some real heavy anxiety, please know that we are telling you, do not just go call 
like make an appointment with one of us, make an appointment with a professional too. I feel like that's something that yes. I have to say because I've seen, I've had a lot of readings lately where I, I have said, are you seeing a therapist? I think you need to see a therapist. It's important to seek out any kind of, of, of mental health counseling. It's not a be all end all. Jenna and I were just saying like Reiki dust can't fix everything. There's still the talking right. about things. They're still getting it out there and working through the energy. Ooh, and let's talk about the energy side of this a little bit. A lot of people, yeah. I feel like we heal cognitively. Like we talk about everything that's going on. We get it out. Maybe we do therapy. We go through those motions. We we dig down deep. Maybe we do EMDR, um, the eye macular, whatever it is with that you follow. Like, do if if you don't know what EMDR is therapy, then then go Google that real fast. It'll be a much better explanation <laughs> than you'll get in like two minutes of blabbering from me. But <laughs> you go through these things and you speak them all out and you put them all on the table and maybe you do some kind of therapy like EMDR that forces you to recategorize the energy or, or walk back through the events like EMDR has you do. But if you don't heal the energy around it through things like cord cutting meditations, which I'm obsessed with lately, through things like Reiki, through like different like past life regressions or any kind of energy therapy that's going to allow you to reprocess the energy without reprocessing the event. I think that's really big too, because I think there are certain things that you can't really walk through again without being re-traumatized. And I don't necessarily, again, I'm not a licensed professional. I'm not a medical doctor. I cannot really give a like a legal medical opinion on this. But being someone who has been through their fair share of traumas, there are certain things I would rather just not walk through again. And I don't feel that they're completely necessary to walk back through. So reprocessing Absolutely. the energy versus the event itself I think it's just as, if not more, beneficial. Yes, so definitely. It does, look and that like looks different for everybody too. Like there's, I mean, I love tapping, yes. and in tapping, you do kind of walk through those events again in a way. Yeah. Um, and um, that has been really, really helpful for me. Whereas, like for me, I would not resonate with going to sit and talk to a th therapist, but right. I would have a tapping session in yeah, a heartbeat. And, um, and I'm kind of talking out those things as I tap, but it's just a different release for me. Um, yeah. And I just because with, really with resonate tapping, with that. With the emotional freedom technique, what you're doing is actually hitting energy centers that are very similar to chakras and you're, you're breaking up those energy centers as you say the word. So it's not just focusing on on your spoken word, it's focusing on freeing up the energy as well. I think that's, that's what the difference is. Yeah, um, it's life changing, though. If you haven't tapped before, check it out. <laughs> yes, Alexa Hauser, emotional freedom technique. She's on TikTok. She's a host of inner bloom podcast. She has absolutely changed lives with her tapping. She's wonderful at what she does. Um, yes, she is. Oh, yeah. And that I feel like just grieving. Oh my God. Can we talk about, let's talk about grief. Grief can show up in really weird ways. The, 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 the example, the example. That <laughs> I thought I'm that was just of. like a beatbox. I thought you were beatboxing over there. It's no, fine. <laughs> that you beatbox, don't you? No, my husband does. I oh, do your not. husband does. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to get him on here sometime. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
grieving the loss of this like four person family that I'm in right now with my two sons and my husband, knowing I'm about to have a third son. That was intense mm-hmm. for me. This this pregnancy in the beginning, if you guys have followed along my journey at all from social media, you know that finding out I was pregnant with my third, grief stricken is probably the way to explain that. I went through some dark stuff with this pregnancy trying to process that life was no longer what I imagined it to be. And I know there are a lot of people who struggle with fertility and I don't mean to diminish what you were going through by any means. But when you are on an IUD and you don't plan on having another child and boom, there's a healthy pregnancy ready to go and they're cooking when you're like not anticipating that at all with the business taking off and all of these plans and your husband's getting ready to leave with the military. There's nothing in your body that says, hell yeah, let's do this, right? So I think I didn't even realize that's what I was going through was a grieving process with that. You and yeah. what are the stages? I'm going to look them up right now because this is how prepared we are for for this episode. As I read a text from my mother on my phone, <laughs> my mommy's in town. The infamous Kelly that I talk Woo-hoo! about on here all the time. She's here. <laughs> She's so cute. My kids are giving her a run for her money. So the stages of grief. <laughs> it's the five stages, right? Okay, let's. Mm-hmm. Let's check this out. Oh, or there's seven. So there's shock, the initial paralysis at hearing the bad news. 100% shock. I will agree to that. Denial. Probably up until about two months ago, I was in denial over this pregnancy. (laughs) True story. (laughs) I I was about 20 weeks when I finally came to terms with it. So yeah, and I'm 34 weeks right now. So yeah, a, a couple months ago, three months ago, a little bit more. Anger. Oh my God, yes, was I angry. Frustrated outpouring of bottled up emotion. That's what anger is. It's the avoidance of feelings and emotions. And shit, yeah, did I go through that? Um, Oh, remind me when we put out this episode that we have to put an explicit content mark on this because I haven't been doing that. (laughs) I think we can get in trouble. Noted. (laughs) She's actually making a note. This is why I love Jenna. She is. She's like, note this, please. Just like every time I send her (laughs) graphics for this podcast, she's like, you forgot to change the episode number. I'm like, damn it. Every (laughs) single time. (laughs) But I have to look back because I don't remember either. So I'm like, hold on, let me just make sure the numbers is right. (laughs) One of these times I'm just going to skip it. Bargaining, seeking in vain for a way out. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) This is, did you write this? I think you actually wrote this article. (laughs) I did. Jenna's, Jenna's going back through this pregnancy conversation with me. (laughs) Oh, just a little bit, just a little bit depression. And these stages don't have to go in any specific order either. The stages of grief can go in and out and they can come back and you can go through them again. And the bargaining, I feel like I did that more toward the beginning. That was definitely something Mm -hmm. that I was doing more of in the beginning. Um, Depression, the final realization of the inevitable. (laughs) I shouldn't be laughing, but I do. It's like every day I look at my belly and I go, we're really here, huh? We're really here. Except now it's more like a taunt. I'm like, all right, let's do this. We've even picked out a name and everything now. So we're, it's real. It's official. The office is cleaned out. The baby room is ready. As soon as my mom books it out of town, the crib's going up. So it's all 
real. Also, I want you guys to know you want to talk about universal signs, which is something that we will be doing soon as well. We never got rid of our crib. <laughs> it's almost like we begged this to happen, right? Like it's sitting right. there. It was waiting. It was waiting w- it go. was there waiting. <laughs> we gave one of them away. The boys are 17 months apart, so they were both in a crib at the same time. And the the um the crib that was nicer we gave to a cousin of my husband's and then we kept the crappy one. I figured that was nice. We would like we were going to donate it anyway, honestly. It's not like it's crappy. But we kept that one and I'm like, yeah, okay, here we are. This is happening. This is real life. This this is here. Testing the seeking realistic solutions. That one I feel like maybe not necessarily to like the pregnancy itself because ending it was never an option for me. But I'm not saying I'm not judging that one way or another. Trust me, that would be a whole other conversation that would be an interesting one for a different podcast altogether. But seeking realistic solutions... I started thinking about nannies and my mother-in-law moving in and all sorts of insane things. <laughs> that's not realistic, but all of that. And then acceptance, finally finding the way forward. That's where we are now, where the more the baby room gets together, the more this guy kicks my butt from the inside. I am fully in acceptance of what the situation is and I'm ready for it. I'm actually excited now, but grief is crazy. I think I still bargain though. I yeah. do still bargain. Yeah. Grief. grief is, well, and so I'm glad that you said that because you're reading all of these like markers of what you go through. And I thought of um, something that I went through back in 2016. I lost my job that I had been with for 14 years, mm-hmm. like literally overnight. It was crazy. Um, our owner called us and said, I'm closing up shop. And it was like, wait, what? Like, went, left work on a Friday, didn't have a job on a Monday. And I went through every single one of those stages, but in kind of a random order, it was Mm -hmm. a random order. And some of them came back again. Yeah. You know, some of them still come up, honestly, because that was like my life. I was there for a a solid chunk. I grew up in that job, you know, basically. So, um, it can, it's not like you go through the phases and then that's the end of it. Yeah. Can, it can repeat, it can come back. Things can circle back or you can have those triggers where all of a sudden it it pops up for you again. And there you are having to process it all over again or process a a different part of it as well. Exactly. Processing a different part of it. That's a really good point because it's almost like you have to process different perspectives of it, right? Like, yes. Yeah. That makes sense, right? You know what I'm saying more than I know what I'm saying typically anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So for me, like when I lost my job, like I had these, all these visions of like what the future would look like there, you know, like, like my son, I worked, I worked in childcare. So my son went there and like, I imagined him having like his little pre-K graduation from there and all of these things. And, um, that didn't happen, you know, like, and I, like when he graduated from pre-K in his new center, I kind of went through it again. Yeah. And I was like, like, Oh my gosh, like he's not with all of his like OG baby friends, you know, right. like we all kind of went our separate ways and it was, it was bittersweet, but it brought me right back to that. And it was two years after the fact, Grief you is know, a cycle. so it's like a never, it's mm-hmm. a never ending process. It literally is because it, even when you get, you get back to a point where you feel like it's livable, you're still going to find mm-hmm. things coming up and triggering it. I know With the loss of uh, my friend Scott, I think I've talked about on here before, 
He passed mm-hmm. at a very young age. He wasn't even 30, and he died from cancer um, last June. And losing him, I really thought, moving up on it, the um, anniversary of his death just passed. I was like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And then the actual date of it came, and I lost my mind. I felt awful all over again. You go through all of it all over again. And then literally within a few days, we were putting our dog down. So that was that was. It was a rough week. That was a really rough week. And then I got that pregnancy news that like I had to start doing extra tests with my pregnancy and everything. I was just like, Jenna, I can't hang. But what does that mean? (laughs) We're giving ourselves grace to grow through the grief as well. You have to process it. Yes. Because allowing yourself to feel your emotions and getting really ugly with them is growth. That's, That's going through the grief. That is healing. That's the healing behind it. And when it comes back up, you recognize that you're feeling it and that it's okay to feel it. Too many people just go through it. Like you said, they go through it. They don't identify with it. They don't get ugly with it. They just cry it out and then move forward. And it's so much more than that. And there's, you brought up tapping. What else? How else do we deal with our grief? I feel like... Um, for me, I love to journal. I like mm. to write things out. Like when I write my feelings out, it is a huge release for me. And I can do that. Like it's an intimate thing. I yeah. can say anything that I want You're to. You're very private without, in your struggles. Like, yes. Yeah. So I can say anything that I want to. And I know it's me and my guides. It's me and my guides. And that's that's who this is for. And um you know, on the spiritual side of things, then I notice that my guides kind of lift me up and I'm kind of being put into these experiences like in my meditations or in the readings that I do with other yep. people where I'm I'm facing it in a different way and I all of a sudden have like a shit about it. So um, on the woo-woo side of things, it always comes back, you know, it comes back to me in different ways to like, it's like chipping away at the healing for yeah. me. Um, so I, lo- I love to journal. I love to journal things out. I'm a talker. Shocking. Mm-hmm. I know. Hold your breath. I can't. Are you serious? Are you? Oh my gosh. I can't believe that. And it's so funny because <laughs> everyone else in my family is very private about what they go through. And then there's me with like the entire bag of emotions big enough for everybody. I'll like pass out all of it to you guys. Here you go. Here's a little bit of my happiness. Here's a little bit of my sadness. Here's a little bit of my crazy. Whatever you guys need, I got it. And it's just flowing out of me. <laughs> but I have to talk about it with someone. And it used to be with a lot of someones. And I think I did that to validate what I was going through. But now it's like one or two people, but I need to talk it out. And I want two different perspectives. And it's not I am that person who doesn't always take into account what the other person said. But I need to hear someone else's perspective just to make me really know what I think that mine is. But I'm a talker. So for me, things like talk therapy, they help. It's just being psychic. I feel like if you can tell that your therapist isn't really connected to what you're going through, it's hard to continue to talk to them because you feel that you're just a paycheck and it doesn't feel like you're being heard. Okay. So I had a point to that when I started saying it, but we all know that my points get lost, lost, lost like a needle in a haystack. (laughs) (laughs) Um, With grief and the resurfacing. So I can talk about it, 
but then I have to go and you, you have to do more than that, right? So the next steps are, are what? You have, to, you have to feel it. You have to talk about it. You have to get it out on paper if you're someone like that. You have to face it in whatever way it is that it looks for you because otherwise it keeps cycling back. And when it cycles back, you have to face it again. You have to go through yeah. whatever it is that you have to go through. You have to feel it out. Yes. And I, I think that in all in all aspects of loss, whatever kind of loss we're talking about, it doesn't matter what type of loss it is, there is a lesson in every single type of loss. So for me, I'm like, okay, now this was not me, you know, five years ago, but now I'm like, okay, what's the lesson mm-hmm. here? Where how can I come out of this a little bit smarter, wiser, you know, <laughs> yeah. how can I help other how people I through something like this? Yeah. How can I, how can I grow from this? Um, and that's huge. A lot of people don't do that though. A lot of people are just like, woe is me. And that's the end of the why story. Going through and this? they never, yeah. Yeah. Why is this happening to me? But it's, they ask the question why, but then it's like, they don't want to receive the answer. So make sure that you're, you're looking for those answers too. Like, what is it that you can learn from this. If you're losing a person and you're like, man, I should have called them more, take that and say, okay, I need to reach out to my friends more because I don't do that enough. You know, if you lost a job that you love, man, I didn't put my all into that job while I was there. Or, you know, maybe I should have networked a little bit more while I was in that. Um, take that into the next part of your, your life and kind of that'll help you. That'll help. I mean, that helps me. I don't know if it'll help everybody, but it helps me. I think it'll help everybody. (laughs) It's just hard to face. Um, What you don't face, though, what you don't heal, that will come up as lesson after lesson after lesson. So you're talking about taking the lesson and people ask, like, why do I find myself going through the same shit over and over and over again? Because you're not taking the lesson with you. My boyfriend cheated on me and took all my money. And then fast forward to the next one. My boyfriend cheated on me and took all my money. My ex-husband cheated on me and took all my money. I thought this one was different or I thought this job would be different or I thought this house would be different. Whatever it is, if you're not learning your lesson, then you're not um, you're not going to go on to the next phase, the next step, right? Like, yeah. I don't know how many times I thought I was doing things differently to make myself feel happy or feel good or feel fulfilled, but I was still working the same job day in and day out that I hated. I didn't really hate it, but it wasn't fulfilling at all. And finally, when I right. when I faced like you're not doing what you're meant to be doing, it was actually my friend Scott was like, you're not living up to your full potential. You have so much more to give people. And hearing that and internalizing it from someone my age, and I'm 31, he was a little bit younger than I was, knowing that that person doesn't get the chance to do more than that, that was rattling for me. And that made me realize, okay, this is my job that's holding me back. And my job's holding me back. So I'm holding me back. But I was constantly grieving, like, I don't know. It's like you're grieving the life that you thought you were going to live that you're not living, right? You can do that. So right. It's even right. like when, uh, I don't know, maybe you don't get into nursing school. That's a grief process. Maybe yes. you, um, oh, I got some crazy ear thunder going on. Do you know what I mean when I say ear thunder? Like it feels like a semi truck like drives through your ears that like that yes. spiritual stuff. Sorry, ADD, spiritual ADD <laughs> over here. But it, it does. It sounds like a Mack truck like driving through your ears. I'm always like, oh, that's a hit. What's coming in there? 
but I'm never listening, which is another lesson that keeps repeating itself. <laughs> um, you go through those motions. So you go through these things like not getting into the school that you wanted. That's something where you have to allow yourself to be upset about that and, and walk through the mm-hmm. process. It doesn't right. have to be death. It doesn't have to be a breakup. It doesn't have to be a physical loss. It can be the loss of an idea. Um, let's yes. talk about, too, how what we do can help people with grief. Because Ooh. how many times do you do a yeah. medium reading? And this is a really good opportunity to point out, too. I know, Jenna, you do this the same way that I do for the most part. I think we agree on this. If you're asking us, like we're both on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook, and a lot of people will ask to connect to a deceased loved one. And we always say, book a private reading because there's healing for your grief there. And it's so true. And I actually had another medium comment on one of my TikTok videos. And she's basically said she's like, She's not just trying to take your money. There's stuff that could come up that isn't for other people to hear. And you want to have that in private and you want to have that moment and that opportunity to heal. And I was so happy to hear someone who does not financially benefit from saying that to a crowd of people because it's so true. There is, if you are going through the grief cycle with anything in your life, talking to a psychic or a medium is going to be it's it's a big, I won't say it's crucial, but it can help a lot. We can really help provide yes. some clarity. And this is one of the areas in life that we are able to help with healing. So when someone comes to yep. us with the death of a loved one, with questions around it, or maybe they just want to connect to them, we can offer that healing. We can offer a touch of their personality or a glimpse into into who they were when they were living that that makes you feel like you're that makes you know that you're not crazy for what you have felt around you or what you have known to be true since their passing. It's just it's it's really huge. There is so much healing in medium readings and so much healing Absolutely. around grief. I and I've never encountered a spirit that has one thing to say either. Right. Like, let's- Let's just talk about that for a second. So when people are like, oh, I just need a message from my grandmother. I'm like, yo, grandma wants to talk to you. Okay. (laughs) Have the conversation with grandma because I can't pick out one thing off of the stream that I'm getting from grandma. So (laughs) right. God, you're such a good medium too. I love it. I love it. But with, with mediumship too. Thank you. There's, oh my God, you're welcome. I had one, I had one girl, you say they don't always have just one thing to say. I had one woman came to me for a reading from her grandmother and her grandmother was basically like, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Oh, I've had that too. I've had that too where I'm like, that's I'm sorry. Also not something for you me, they say turn their public. back to me. They yes, won't even look at me. They exactly turn their it. back. So I'm like, oh, um, anybody else you want to connect to? I'm yeah, so sorry. So if you ever connect with <laughs> us and we're like, um, was granny really private that's probably our way of being like was she standoffish did she not like you what's going on here she doesn't want to talk or she was very religious that usually means we're having trouble getting them to talk to us and that doesn't mean we're bad at our job that means that they don't want to talk to us <laughs> we just don't yeah. want to maybe Spirit, we're more private. spirits just like people i mean they are people just like people if they don't want to talk they don't want to talk exactly That's the bottom line Exactly. (laughs) And if you are ever worried that you're going to like book that medium reading and waste your time because grandma doesn't want to talk to you after all, well, don't forget that there's a lot of other messages that could come through for you. I know the other day it was almost like 
I don't know. I think we connected to like six people for this person. It was a half hour reading. It was like they kept like going like one at a time. Like, I have to tell you this. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, goodbye. I have to tell you this. Okay, boom, boom, boom. Goodbye. I'm like, what is going on here? It was a lot. <laughs> they just kept coming in. They must have known in, that person in. wasn't going to book multiple readings. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> have you ever had someone come in in a reading? Like if you have back-to-back readings, you have them come in before like their person's there, their living person. Um, yeah, I have to shut that down because like I will get I will get people days before. Wow. Like where all of a sudden I'm seeing this person and I'm like, what is going or hearing this person? And then when I have the reading, I'm like, oh, there's Uncle Bob. Here he is. Yes, there's this woman. <laughs> Got it. Now I know who he's for. <laughs> I've read for her twice now. And the first time that I read for her, it was so funny because I had back to back readings that day and the first reading was not hers. It was it was um it was another woman. Let's just say her name was Linda. So I'm reading for Linda and I'm like you really, you don't connect with this, this older woman. She's in like a big Oldsmobile, like an old, like 80s car, like giant steering wheel. She can barely see over it. It's like a yellow car. Like I can see her so clearly. And she's like, she's not mine. Could not figure (laughs) it out for anything. (laughs) And the next reading I get to, I am no sooner like dialing the phone number that this old woman's waving her arms down at me now in the car. Like, oh my God, this is for She's her. Like, Now's the time. This is the time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or I've had someone before like um, this guy came in and I kept thinking, I was like, is this woman supposed to be dating this guy? Why do I keep seeing him? I'm like, no, he's dead. This is so weird. I'm like, why am I seeing this guy? Why am I seeing him? He hung out with me for an entire hour reading, knowing he wasn't for this person. I legitimately went back and forth thinking, is he living? Is he dead? Is he living? Is he dead? You know, you get that spirit sometimes. It's just so vibrant. It's hard to tell. And yes. he, I was almost convinced he was for this woman to date. And then I, I connected with his daughters and I was like, oh, did your dad wear a phone holster? even though it's not cool and he knew it wasn't cool and they started cracking up. They're like, he was so proud of it. I'm like, oh shit. He's been with me for over an hour now. (laughs) He's hilarious. He's a good time. I like this guy, but it's crazy how fast, like if spirit wants to talk to you, they want to talk to you. And those girls got a reading about dad's personality and things he had to say and inside jokes and all of that. So when you want to check in on grandma, like you said, grandma Rosie's got more than just, Hey girl, how you doing to say, right. Book a medium reading for sure. Yeah. 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 We help heal grief. We just went on a very long spirit tangent, but this is what happens when you get two psychic mediums together and start talking about spirits. Sorry, we guys. We don't talk <laughs> enough about what we do, I think. We don't, though. We don't talk about True. like energy healing and, and, and what it means to have a reading done, like how that can really help a person and how it's not always just, I mean, it's, it's quote unquote for fun, but I mean, we don't do this just because it's for fun. We do this because we see, we see real healing. In the people that we work with. Absolutely. And that's the power yes. behind it. And we've experienced it ourselves yep. as well. Like, I mean, if you guys don't think psychics get readings, psychics get readings. Okay. You probably <laughs> and get it too helps many. us too. And I know I, I get a lot of readings. <laughs> you just keep I'm like, oh, a new them. psychic friend. Let's read each other. <laughs> yeah, because everyone has different perspective too. And can we say that too? So this is about grief. And this is also just like a little bit of like an inside here. Um, when True. you connect with like Jenna 
and then you book an appointment with me or vice versa, you're going to get some different stuff because we're going to see things from different perspectives, just the same as someone can read, two people can read the same book and take something completely different from it, right? So that's exactly what's happening. We're reading your energy and we're going to see things differently. And maybe Jenna connects to every person on the other side for you and I don't see them. Well, I can't tell you why, but maybe I'm going to connect to like what's going on with your career and your love life a little bit more, right? Yeah, because it depends on the person's energy in that moment as well. Like that's what changes. That's why people book multiple readings because there's energy shifting all the time. So you could have a reading with me on a Friday and a reading with Catherine on a Saturday and get two completely different things because we're picking up your energy in that moment and what's what's yeah. going on with your energy in that moment. Don't so, call us and, and tell different us. Th- and we have different knacks as well. Yeah, like, there's we different do. things we that we'll just pick do. up because of because of who we are and how we read. Yes. And I'll I will say too that Jenna always teases me because I get a lot of relationship problem readings. And I'm always like, where's the juicy stuff? Where's the people who are really hurting? I need this. And she's always like, well, what's the lesson you're supposed to be learning here? <laughs> she's always right. I hate her so much. <laughs> but it's true. And in that lesson, Miss Jenna, because you said that to me like a week or two ago, I have seen that what I am supposed to be doing, and I just talked to my hairstylist about this too. I just got my hair did. It felt so good. You did too. Jenna looks like a damn mermaid goddess. It's awesome. But I was talking to them and we were saying like, this is why we figured out why I was attracting all of these women who are in crappy relationships and don't know their self-worth. Because hi, I married an abusive alcoholic at a very young age didn't know my self-worth, didn't heal from it right away, spent my next 10 years trying to figure out what the hell was going on wrong in my life because I never grieved the loss of the ideas of everything I was going through. And now here I am working with these women to empower them. And after talking to Nike, I'm like diving. If you haven't listened to the episode with Nike Oria on social injustice because you're trying to stay away from all of the social injustice stuff, number one, you're part of the problem. Number two, listen to that episode because it's fantastic. But she talks about the divine feminine, and I've been trying to incorporate that more at her advice because she's also an intuitive. (laughs) So I booked Mm -hmm, a reading with her. mm -hmm. Um, At her advice, I've been incorporating more. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) See, back to back. We were like one after the other, Saturday to Sunday. But incorporating more of the divine feminine in there and discovering how that energy can help myself and the women who are coming to me all the time. So Mm -hmm. I think I found what I'm supposed to be doing to an even more specific degree because now I know that these women who are in this spot need not only one, healing, but two, to know that I've been there too. Because you get to see the product of the other side where you're empowered. My husband just said to me today over dinner in front of my mother and a friend of his, he's like, I know you like me now that you're sticking around for more than just cooking because you're self-sufficient. You make your own damn money now. And I do. And he's like, you must actually like me. I'm like, I mean, you're all right. You're a good cook. No, (laughs) he's he's a really good cook. Um, Dare you to listen to this, Mike. But 
You won't. You won't. You won't do it. I know you won't. He's probably like, why would I turn her on my car radio when I hear her all the time? Right. Yes, exactly. Fair. That's why I can't be mad at my husband for not listening because I'm like, you have to listen to me talk all the time. Like, it's it's okay. I'll just give you a quick recap of what Catherine said, not what I said. <laughs> It's so true. I know. I do the same thing with Mike. Um, But anyway, again, I lost the tail end of my point there, as always. So you were talking about how you needed to, you were having all these readings for women that were in like these crappy relationships because you've been there and they need you. And But you know what I was thinking as you were saying that? You need them too. Yeah. Because do you find that every time things come out of your mouth and you're giving like this healing energy and this healing advice, you're oh, like, shit, that's okay, me. that message is also for me. Thank you, spirit. I love you all. Because that happens to me every single reading. I'm like, okay, noted. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I think a couple of days ago I was reading for another intuitive because intuitives get readings. <laughs> and I said, oh, shit, that was for me. Mm-hmm. Damn it. And it was about being nicer to your husband. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so mad. Yeah. Um, that happens to us a lot. It definitely does. And those messages are always heard more loudly and more clearly when they're for other people and they come through for you. I think I get most of my downloads through readings for other people. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. Grief. Healing. Love. <laughs> psychics we've covered it all today we have we have I we'll just, have fun uh we'll have fun coming up with the title of this one huh oh <laughs> yeah i know you guys if you're ever thinking why the hell would they name it that it's because i write the title it is that's why <laughs> i'm the titler um i want to say too that i did this in the last episode i lost my train of thought at the very end again um, if you guys are, if, if what we have said though about getting readings more regularly or, or whatever, even if it's like psychic to psychic to psychic, like you can psychic hop, that's fine. But don't argue with us when we keep telling you the same thing the other one said. Maybe you should take your clue, right? <laughs> yes, you will get the same messages if you do not receive, Listen. like really receive yeah, the message. You will to continue action. to get this. That's, I yep. had someone this past weekend are we still in the weekend? Yeah, we are. I had someone this past week say, well, I just had a reading with, with Jenna Korzynski. I'm like, oh, good. I said, what kind of bullshit did she tell you? No, I'm kidding. I was like, <laughs> oh, you did? She's like, yeah, that's how I found you. I went, oh, shit. <laughs> I actually sweated it a little. I was like, I hope I don't say anything opposite of what Jenna said. I got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, if, right? I would, in a way, I would rather not know because yeah, I've had that us. too before, and I'm like, oh god. Well, what if it's wrong? It's That's, never wrong. It's what spirit gives to us, guys. It's never wrong. But we even get nervous about that. <laughs> we do. We definitely do. And it's it's funny too because like um, my mentor Ambrosia Matthews, also from Inner Bloom Podcast, had she not done for me what she's done for me, I wouldn't have got to Jenna to get to Jenna to the point where she's giving readings to you guys. Like we all just really. Great really piggybacked one after the other because we were all working through our own spiritual growth. Anyway, the point of this is all to say, if it resonates with you, oh, and I hate when people tell me, well, Ambie referred me. I'm like, shit, she's really good. I get so nervous. I'm like, don't tell me she referred you. (laughs) But anyway, um, 
One of our Patreon tiers is now monthly psychic readings with Jenna or myself or monthly psychic or monthly um, intuitive healings with Reiki sessions, distance Reiki that are at a much lower rate than what we offer on our own website. So it is through the podcast. It's through our Patreon levels. There are two separate ones, one for healing, one for for readings and we switch back and forth month to month who's doing the readings who's doing the healings okay so if that resonates with you hop on take advantage of that deal even if you only stay on for one month you're still getting a much better deal um and that is always there it's only up to six people per tier so hop on board before they fill up and i don't know jenna you got anything else to say um just just my, my usual mantra that I have to tell myself all the time. You've got to feel it to heal it. So do it. Feel it. I wish I were savvy <laughs> enough to cue some cheesy music right there, but I'm right? not. Right? Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you do. you got to heal it to feel it. No, feel it to heal it. <laughs> feel it to heal it. you got to feel it You, to you already it. messed it up. You already messed it I up. I know. <laughs> That's how I roll. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. If I can say it backwards, I will. It's tough. It's all good. It's Polish blonde roots, you know. My hair's dark now, though. I'm not fooling anybody. Yeah, it's a tough day. Real tough day. Um, we're going to cue some bye-bye music now. We love you all. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> and next week on Project Healing, we have a relationship coach, domestic violence survivor, intuitive healer she's a whole bunch of things coming on her name is tracy holmeyer and you can find her at uncontrollably me if you want to get a sneak peek on what is going on with the following the the following the next episode all right you guys stammers and tongue ties thanks for tuning in we'll see you next time bye (laughs) 